Hey, what's up? This is Jeremy Palco from The Walking Dead, and this is Still Toking With. Hey, this episode of Still Token With is brought to you by the Dorkening Podcast Network. You can find more about this awesome show and others just like it by heading over to thedorkening.com. Hey, welcome to another episode of Still Token With. Tonight, we're talking with Darren Stephen Miller and his loving wife, Amy Miller, as they talk us through their journey from death's door to Miracle Man. This is an awesome show coming at you right now. Shark Bites, Shark Bites Podcast, it's the greatest show in history, from the Dorkening Network, hosted by a nerd who's named Patsy, from movie reviews to tips on surviving the coronavirus, Shark Bites has it all. Follow us on Facebook and suggest topics at sharkbitespod at gmail.com, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we are. We are now live for another Still Token with an awesome show scheduled for you today with us. We have Benjamin. Yo. Jeffrey. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> and back again, we have Eric Martin. Yo, how everybody doing? <laughs> and the guest of the hour, Mr. Darren Miller. <laughs> it's upside down. Turn it around. <laughs> That's what she said. There you go. She said, spin me around. <laughs> so, uh, Ben, what do you got planned for us today? Nothing as usual. <laughs> All I see is a puff of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, you came back live just as I exhaled. Yeah. It's just like the damn comic books. So, um, <clears throat> tonight we have, uh, as Leo said, uh, a very special guest and a very special co-host, I want to say uh, thank you to Eric Martin for coming back out here and joining us for this episode. Um, but tonight we're going to learn a little bit, uh, actually we're going to learn a lot a bit about um, Mr. Darren Miller. So, uh, Jeff, you want to jump in here at any point today? Well, yeah, sure. Darren's got one hell of a story. I've heard it. Uh, you know, it's um, survival of the fittest, man. And he's going to tell us what this fucking plant can really do. 
I will say one thing real quick. Um, you may want to grab some fucking tissues because this shit is going to get real tonight. Uh, we're going to try try to keep it as light as possible, but this story is one that everybody really should hear. So with that being said, do you want to come back in, Jeff? Eric, anybody want to jump in here real quick? Or is everybody good? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. As, uh, as I, I swear, you have to be able to retort as I go because uh, there's just a lot that you are probably going to want to ask me as I tell you because my story is so fucking crazy that it's almost not believable. I was sleeping January the 26th, 2015, and woke up and gained eight pounds in my sleep. How do you do that? It was a fluid buildup. So I woke up, I couldn't breathe. I was passing out in my house. Wife took me to the ER. And within 10 minutes of being there, they knew what was wrong with me. They did an ultrasound of my chest because it was bloated. I was passing out, couldn't breathe. My heart was beating 15 times a minute. I was in congestive heart failure. We didn't know why. Well, your heart is in a sac. It's called a pericardium. And my heart's in there beating like yours. It's all protected with the pericardial fluid. But mine was as big as a football. You would like that air kind of football in my chest, okay? So anyway, instead of having you know a little fist-sized heart, I was inside of a bag and I was pushing I was bleeding inside of my heart because I had cancer inside of my heart. Now, this is very rare. It was metastasized from my lung. So they drained 890 milliliters of fluid out of my heart sac into a bag about this big. It wasn't full of weed. It was full of blood, okay? <laughs> it would be now if he took my blood. It'd be all resin. But they told me, the, the, the surgeon, he's a heart surgeon. He, in the ER, he said, I'm not a cancer doctor, but you're fucked up. He goes, so we're going to put you in a hospital. We're going to monitor this. So they already drained a football liter of blood out of my heart, put me in a hospital. Four days later, it filled up again. So I'm actually bleeding out inside my body, and they, and they can't keep draining this. So they did open our surgery on my birthday. I woke up on a July, 20, July 31st, 2015 in the hospital. My wife was holding a cupcake with one candle in it for my 50th birthday before I went into open heart surgery for cancer. So we're talking to our gods, to our families, to everybody. You know, please, you know, let me get through this. Went into surgery, and that's when they found out I had a uh, – a lung tumor about about this big around that has on the front of my left lung and it touched my heart and started growing finger of blood vessels inside my heart and started bleeding so there's something wrong with me that cannot be fixed i'm terminal i have stage four terminal adenocarcinoma of the lung with pericardial involvement that's what they say but that's stage four lung cancer that metastasized to your heart so while i was in surgery i was bleeding they could not stop it so what they did was something that they saved my life but it was a death sentence I had six months to live with stage four cancer, but while they had my heart open, my, my chest, they went ahead and packed my heart full of talcum powder, like they would, you know, to coagulate the blood, make it all spongy and, and squishy so it wouldn't be so viably bloody. And what that does is that slows down the bleeding and gives me maybe a, a little bit of time to live. So they sewed me back up and told my wife, the records all over the whole world show last time we did a pericardial tamponade powder insertion, the patient only lived 2.7 months, the longest ever on record. So I went from having six months to live on July 31st on my 50th birthday and heart surgery to knowing I only had less than 2.7 months of survivability. They told my wife to get my affairs in order. So we bought a casket, set up the arrangements, and my wife could not accept this. It took me about a week of getting home to the hospital to think, okay, I'm going to die. I was dying. You should have seen me. I lost 30 pounds. We called a guy named Mark Pedersen. He's a professional cannabis expert from uh, Colorado. He writes legislation. This gentleman told me to jump in a car and drive to California. This was five years ago. It wasn't legal yet. It was just medicine in California. It wasn't recreational. Only recreational place was, was Colorado. 
So we went to California looking for Rick Simpson oil, which is a very high THC tincture made from an indica strain of cannabis, any indica strain. Okay. We got there. We couldn't find nothing. It took hours, you know, half the day driving around these dispensaries. So we sat in the car and we cried and held each other. I'm going to die. I can't find even medicine to feel better. How am I even going to know if this is going to work? It's no guarantee. It's marijuana. You're talking about cancer here. You know, we're thinking this is just fucking ridiculous, but we did it. We borrowed the money and went there. Long story short, we found the medicine, and the coolest place in the world we found it was in L.A. at a place called the Melro- uh, the, uh, the Emerald Room on Melrose Avenue. Very high upscale dispensary. It wasn't even open yet, but we called the owner, and he opened the door and let us in. His name was uh, Frank Brown. He was a uh, NBA basketball player. We got there and found out that this is the same dispensary that wasn't open yet that Tommy Chong had used twice, the same medicine, to get rid of his prostate cancer. Wow. And he told people on there that Mike Tyson owns the place as far as the investment. Well, that was five years ago. I didn't believe him. Lo and behold, three and a half years later, Mike Tyson calls me and hires me to work at his company and tell people about this, which we'll get into that later. But the long story short was I was dying. I had two months to live. We went and found cannabis oil and I started eating it. Okay. I got on the internet. I'm shortening the story. I have to start telling everybody, hey, I'm fucking dying, but I feel great. I gained 12 pounds. I was actually healthier with cancer a month after I had it than I was when I fucking got diagnosed. Nobody can understand that. I'm supposed to be dying. I go to see my doctor. He laughs at me. He says, you keep eating your leaves. I said, I'm not eating a cannabis lettuce. I'm eating a medicine made. It's a grease made from marijuana called Rick Simpson oil. Well, we ate about 120 grams of this medicine in five months. And the whole time, I never went back to a doctor except for blood work because they gave me a palliative care chemotherapy to try to extend my life. That's all they could do for me. Well, I did their little medicine and did my medicine. And when they gave me a scan on January the 16th, it came back completely no evidence of disease completely cured like I had never had okay now my doctors are in a tizzy I just cured terminal cancer without their help because they gave me the poison to try to extend my life that doesn't cure it we know this now I'm sitting here with (laughs) powder in my heart and it's hardened up it's like a brick my heart is beating in a brick and I can feel every heartbeat I can hear it in my head I had to get used to it. it took about two years of hearing this this every time my heart beats I can hear it I can even it's like a metronome if I get real excited, it goes faster and it, it screws me all up. But long story, okay, excited. Rick Simpson oil was found out about 20 years ago by a gentleman <laughs> skin cancer. He put it on his skin, started getting better. Since then, I've got to talk to the gentleman. We're actually friends. It's hard to talk to this guy. But he started going to nursing homes and giving it to old people. They're not dying now. Now the nursing homes are saying, what the hell? You're supposed to come here and spend a few years dying. We bring another one in. You're not supposed to live here for 10 years. Why aren't you people dying? Well, because they're eating marijuana oil. And that was basically the start of all this 20 years ago, dude. This is how it started. Put it on the internet for free, and now anybody in the world can make it in their house. Right here. You take this, a bottle of vinegar alcohol, and wash this. Throw the weed away. All you got left is green liquid. You boil it in a rice cooker for about three hours, and it turns into black grease, and it kills tumors. Why? The U.S. government has it on their website that the U.S. Cancer Institute National Cancer Institute studied this in 1971 and killed tumors with it. And as soon as they found out about it, Nixon shut it down because they wanted to prove cancer caused cancer. Cannabis caused cancer, not cured it. Now, it don't cure cancer. It kills tumors via apoptosis. That is the clinical term of tumor cell death. If you was to sit there and every cell in your body stay alive, you'd be a big bunch of shit. You have a program tumor cell death, which tells every cell in your body when they have to die so new ones can grow and you can be the person you are without being a big tumor. When your body has a cell, don't belong there, and it grows, the body accepts it. Now it's part of your body. It's going to grow. Nothing's going to kill it. So you go to the doctor, and they can cut cancer out of you. 
they can radiate it and they can burn you, or they can just give you chemotherapy and kill every cell in your body and then hope the good ones grow back. That's basically how cancer works. I mean, it's that simple. Radiation kills the tumors, surgery removes it, or chemotherapy kills everything inside your body and hopefully the good stuff grows back. Well, most cancers can't recognize that it that it's supposed to kill tumors, so it lets it grow back. They need other medicines, and chemotherapy is one of the only ones they have now except for immunotherapies. Until Rick Simpson found out that weed, weed was studied by our government and killed tumors and was known as a cancer medicine, they shut it down and us people do not have it. It's that simple. So that was my story in a nutshell. We got a lot we want to get to tonight, but uh, thanks for having me on, Leo. Uh, ben, Jeff, nice to have Eric as the co-host tonight. I, I listened last week to your show, Eric. It, it was good. Uh, we had a good time last week. It's poking at you on the internet because I wasn't face to face with you, so I won't do that tonight. <laughs> well, no, that's why that's why we brought him on so that he could poke at you face to face. Get back from last week's poking on the internet. Yeah. But there's, there's um, a lot going on with cannabis right now. You know, everybody's smoking it, dabbing it, you know, shooting it, and they so I might be shooting the shit up. I don't know what they're doing, but <laughs> yeah. eat it. If you eat this shit the right way, it causes homeostasis, which means Eric, if you go to Canada, it's cold as shit. It takes a month to get used to it, but you get used to it. It's called homeostasis. You're acclimated to your environment. Yeah. That's what cannabis does. If you eat it the right way, every function in your body will go to what's called homeostasis and level off, and you will be healthier then than you have ever been in your life for your time period of, you know, of your age. Yeah. But if you have disease, it don't cure everything. I have stage three multiple sclerosis was on a walker five years ago and a cane. This medicine has got me in remission enough to where I only have a few symptoms, and I'm not going to go through what they are. They're very personal things that MS affect my life. Y'all get into it. I go to pee, and my fucking dick won't shut off, and I pee all over the place sometimes because MS fucks with my brain. I be walking around, and my leg quits working. I just fall on my face because it didn't tell my leg to move. That's MS. But yep. it's great to be alive to have MS because I had terminal fucking cancer five years ago with too much to live. I mean, I'm an excited person. Look at me. This is how I live my life. I'm excited. I'm fucking fired up. I get sick and it, it don't even feel like I'm sick because after what I've been through, I can't explain to you what it feels like to know you're going to fucking die. And they tell you, you're going to die. Yeah. To accept that, everything in your life changes. The things that are important to you aren't important to me no more. Money's not important. Just cannabis at the time because I had to have it. I didn't think it would cure me, but I knew it made me feel incredible. I was eating it. I was smoking it. I was sticking this shit up my ass. I was. I was. <laughs> You can take this cannabis oil and put it in a syringe. I mean, in a in a in a in a, in a, in a, in a repository. Yep. Stick it up your rectum, and you won't get high from it. But it just still kill tumors because it goes reverse. Now, when you eat it, it goes down in your belly. You start getting high from it because your liver will process it and finish the decarboxylation and get you high as as balls. But at the same time, it is changed. It's causing homeostasis. It's causing programmed tumor cell death in your body. It causes an uptake in ceramide. All cells have a, have a, a shell around it, and ceramide is what feeds that cell, every single cell in your body. Cannabis attaches to it and tells it that it's done eating. It's time to, go, to starve, and it just it starves to death. It kills itself. It's called apoptosis. This is proven fact in medical industry in all areas. Now that cannabis is involved, they don't want to let us know this, but it's all out there, and it's all you, know, you see it now. Cannabis is medicine. And like most people think, I don't care what the fuck you're smoking or eating it for, that's a medical application, no matter what you're doing. You don't realize it, but you just medicated, you know? So it's a wonderful thing. We're living good times, guys. You know, uh, this coronavirus thing running around, you know, we ain't got a bunch of politics, but I'm not fucking scared of that. Are you kidding? We had 50,000 people die of the flu last year. Yeah. 50,000 people right. 
Nobody died of coronavirus. Settle down, people. Simmer down now. It's gonna be okay. And was the Ebola too? People was tripping. Ebola, yeah, you know, it ain't. It's you're trying to scare everybody to death. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and people was dying from like natural stuff every day that could be stopped. No, yeah, you, you know, you've had the flu. It feels like shit, but it didn't kill you. Fifty thousand people died last year from the flu. It wasn't coronavirus. There's only been two hundred people die of that, or in it, ain't it? Some like thousand. That's way behind the numbers we're looking at for a pandemic here. It's ridiculous. So I'm not buying into the scare bullshit until people start walking around me with fucking coronavirus. And then I'll just put a mask on and stay the hell away from you. <laughs> and remember, don't open your ramen noodles. They might have breathed in the bag. You know? <laughs> don't, before, don't pop the bubble wrap. Before we go any further, uh, any questions popping up over there, Leo? I see you looking at the screens. Uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, no questions, but uh, definitely some uh, some comments. Uh, Tori Pritchard says, uh, my dad uh, was uh, had a cancerous tumor. Uh, that was slowly moving up his neck to his uh, brain stem. Uh, this was terminal as well. Maybe that could uh, have uh, stopped him from ODing on cocaine. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah. One of the sad stories. You know? Yeah, that's, I mean, we hear, um, we do hear stories like that where people medicate with other stuff because they can't take the pain or yeah. whatnot. Um, and yeah, that's, I mean, that, that's one of the biggest reasons why we wanted this story on the show. Um, you're going to you're gonna be looking for cocaine, legal or not, you know, really that, back in the day, I, whenever I was a party, everybody party with a little this, that, the other, it became a problem in my life. I don't, I don't go there, but that is why that is a lot is legal. Cocaine's legal. Cause they have to make things that make, you know, heroin will always be legal because they have to have morphine. It's a byproduct of morphine. So. Yeah, these drugs that they're they're killing people in this addiction, cannabis is one of the best things in the world to bring you off of a heroin or, or a methamphetamine addiction. I, I mean, I've seen it, and I've helped many people do this. You can shit yourself and piss yourself to death when you're coming off a of heroin, but once you're through the sickness, it ain't going to kill you. Only alcohol and Xanax will kill you when you detox. You have to go to the hospital for those two. But you can stay home and quit using the heroin, be sicker than a dog. You'll piss yourself. You'll shit yourself. You can't eat. But when you come out of it, if you're using cannabis oil, <laughs> in California, they it's called Cali Clean. <laughs> Recovery nowadays is if you smoke weed and don't drink out of California, you're Cali Clean. So that's what they do in Alcoholics Anonymous out there. It's real. It is a exit drug from the hard opiates for a fact. Wow. So uh, now you mentioned this is something that you can uh, you can create at home, and you mentioned your your process. You, you care going over your process again? Very simple. Very simple. You take a, a bag of weed. Okay. You want it to be indica. You want it to be all the way dry. You put it in a in a pot. I'm going to show you. They're laying You put it in a pot, and then you cover it with uh, 190 proof sugar clear alcohol. This stuff right here. Okay. This is like moonshine. Can't get it in every state, but where I live, it's real abundant. It's 10. It's 10 points less than moonshine. It's 190 proof. So you pour this over your weed, and it covers it in the bowl. You stir it all up and break it all up and mess with it, and then. You take the weed out and throw it away, and then you've got a big bowl of green liquid. What you just did was you just washed all of the little trichomes and terpenes off the leaves. It's now floating in the liquid. The weed is no good no more. It's just grass. You threw it away. You start boiling that in a rice cooker, and it keeps it at a low temperature. 212 degrees is your true boiling point. If you cook weed that temperature, you will decarboxylate it, and you'll run it. You have to Decarboxylation is about heat and time. Fast heat, high heat. Fast or low heat for a long time. You're pulling all the cannabinoids out. So 
Once you boil that and all that dissipates, the only thing left at the bottom of that cooker is a black tar. You're looking at every one of the little white hairs and red hairs that are on that plant inside that tar with no plant matter whatsoever. You're looking at about 80 to 90% pure tetrahydrocannabinol delta 9 THC. And that's what this medicine is. It could be done in your home, in your kitchen, with proper ventilation because it is alcohol and it is very flammable. No fires used. That's why it's a rice cooker and heating and heating pads. No fires. You'll blow up. But <laughs> do this in your kitchen very easily. You will fucking blow up. I had a patient come to my house. It's about a, about a 75-year-old uh, uh, black woman that I was helping with cancer. And she's making it on a stove. And it flared up and spilled down her leg. And she had a third, second, third degree burn from her fucking breast to her foot on one whole side of her body. Oh, wow. She's walking over here to my house. Skin hanging off of her and shit. She goes, I'm putting cannabis oil on it and it's getting better. Two months later, the fucking burns were gone, dude. I swear to God, I burnt myself too badly and used cannabis oil on it. It hurts. It's got alcohol and it burns a little bit. But it heals in weeks, dude. It is the best topical healing medicine man knows. If you have a sore that won't heal, they'll pack it full of maggots trying to get them to eat the flesh and heal it. You've heard of that, right? Yep. Yep. Cannabis oil will do it without the maggots. It just You pack it with fucking weed oil, put a band-aid over it. Two weeks later, it's gone. It, it heals shit. It heals skin tumors. I have pictures of hundreds of people that, I, that have come to me for help. We have pictures of them. Visible tumors on their body, and we rub this oil on them, and weeks later, the tumor's gone. Now it's a matter of dealing inside their body to stop the cancer from killing them. And that's where right. coming eating the FICOs, the full extract cannabis oils, or the Rick Simpson oils come involved. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Crazy stuff. This gentleman that had this opioid thing, I'm very, very happy that he come on to say that and people to hear that because that's what it's about. This is truly a medicine. It is. It truly is. Wow. That's dope. Yeah. Amazing. And nobody knows this. You know, that's what's crazy. It's been out for 20 years, but the media, you know, you got to think about it. If you start taking trillions of dollars, it's going to fuck up the industry. <laughs> well, they're, they're trying to suppress it. it it's all about oh, yeah. everybody. Everybody's trying to position themselves, you know, in the government and in farms and everything. Else, they're trying to permit, uh, position themselves well, so that when they do flip it legal, they've already got control. Yeah. That's how I see it. Well, I well, mean, yeah. I mean, for so long, I, you know, it's the whole machine of you know having like the the uh, uh, the monetized jail system and you know having s- something like this to get more people into jail and it, it's just <laughs> what was that Ben? <laughs> oh no, me and Darren were showing glass pieces. To he was each giving other. Darren the finger. <laughs> Darren was showing me the Cheech and Chong glass piece that he got today, and I was showing him the zombie finger that we have. So, you know, one thing I noticed about this stuff is. Uh, it's a very big brand, but if you go to the, all the, the local dispensaries all the country, they're faking this stuff, putting a little sticker on it and selling it. These are $80 a, a, a pipe. If you find it for 20 bucks a pipe, they're not real because they're going to make their money because they silkscreen their logo right on it. Right there. Right, right. If you find one with stickers on it, that dispensary is ripping off Cheech and Chong by not selling their products correctly because I've seen hundreds of these that, that have a sticker on them. They don't have the silkscreen. It's not real. And everything in the world, even even the camisole, is being faked, and people are dying because yep. when there's money to be made, it brings out the worst in all people, all human beings. You know that. It's, it's, it's <laughs> no, that's true. It is. It is. It's true. You know, Eric, I'm yeah. sure whenever you signed on with the, uh, the, the with them guys, you know, and played football, there were some big dollars coming in right away. You're probably saying, "Holy fuck!" You know, I, mean, I can imagine. And of course, you had to make decisions on how to how to handle your monies and stuff. Me, I would have a hard time with that because I am such an addictive personality. I. I you know, I don't know what I'd do with a million dollars, and that's why I guess I ain't won a lottery yet because 
Oh I man, I never made it. I ne- hey, let me tell you, uh, a lot. It's sixty. It's sixty players on the team, man. And let me tell you, everybody on the team don't have a million dollars, man. It's, <laughs> I know. You got to do a lot to make it to a million. I'm gonna tell you that right now. You got to be. You know, you got to play at least. I say, if you, I was an undrafted. I didn't get. I wasn't drafted, so there's no signing bonus or nothing. You get paid. You get paid while you, you get paid per play. So in other, per game, it's like a paycheck. In, well, in other words, they have what's called a performance. You get a performance pay. So the lower you was taken in a draft, like the lowest you can go is undrafted, correct? And okay. so if you was undrafted, the more plays you make, the more you make per play compared to a person who, compared to a person who went first round and made a, you know a bunch of money initially, they won't get paid a performance pay as much because they're expected to be good because that's what that was it. That's why they were drafted. So did know, that make you want to run around and bust everybody's ass to get paid? I mean, everybody. <laughs> well, that's how that's how it is, man. It's a, it's a doggy dog world, man. Well, that's that's the incentive. My other positions ain't even yours just to get their money. Different different positions, man. You don't get paid as much, neither. You know, depending yeah. on the position you play. You know, a quarterback and a left tackle make the most on the field. You know. And, what about know, kicker? Huh? What field goal kickers? You do all right? Uh, field goal kickers get the least injured, so they their contracts their contracts seem more guaranteed. If you want to say. <laughs> well, I guess no, you never got a chance to knock the piss out on one of them, or, or they wouldn't not be uninjured, would they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now nah, kickers is off limits, man. You don't hate kickers. Come on. I used to. <laughs> I'm 55 years old. I've seen some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what, what a good time, guys. Uh, cannabis. Uh, Leo. Tell yes, me about sir. my cancer stuff. My wife, like I said, she's supposed to be here, and I'm sorry she isn't. We were dealing with some sickness in our family, but uh, that is what we was wanting to cover tonight. A lot is how when it tells your loved ones that you're sick, but when they tell them you're going to die, and then you look over and you see the face, I can't help her or fix her. I'm trying to get through it myself. And then the next few months, it was the most miserable months I've ever seen anybody in my life go through. It was my wife. I was dying of cancer. And it was affecting her ten times worse. So that's the problem with, with love, man. When you find your significant other and you know, and you're you're happy in life, you got to realize how that affects them because it's a 50-50. I mean, you don't think about it. You know, they always have had our girlfriends and our marriages and stuff, but it's not what you think, man. Whenever a death sentence is given to you, it, it changes everything. It does, man. And yeah. since then, it's been almost five years. I can honestly say that uh, I owe my wife my life and it. Sounds silly. She figured this out, borrowed three thousand dollars, which we didn't have, and we ended up spending ten grand to get it done. Drove me to the West Coast for three days in a car to find it, and drove me home with half of it. A week later, back in the car to Colorado, then back to Illinois, and then back to California again. We took three or four trips and spent ten grand to finally figure out how to get it and how to make it. Because I knew once I started eating it, I wasn't going to die. I need to know how to make my own medicine because nobody's selling you this shit, man. You've got to make it yourself. Dispensaries don't even have it. They make it out of CO2. That's not how it's made. This is a strict medicine made from alcohol cooked in a rice cooker. You get every bit of it of the plant. It's not isolating any cannabinoids whatsoever. When you do a vape, that's THC. It's got an isolated THC in it that they use. They pros. They mix it up and you smoke it. This Rick Simpson oil is not an isolate. It's got every cannabinoid in it. That's why it's called full-spectrum cannabis oil. Mm-hmm. There's stuff about it I don't even know about yet. There's hundreds of cannabinoids they haven't found yet, but that's what's healing people. 
and and there's no reason to, to fix something that is not broken. You know, I don't understand why they want to fuck with something that's working. That's you know, I don't get it. It's crazy. Um, before we go too much further, Leo, do you uh, do you need to do your your uh, commercial break? Yeah, let's uh, let's do that real quick. It's a thirty second. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, uh, fifty seven seconds. Uh, All but... right, so we got about a minute. <laughs> We do, uh, and as you know, every show is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee, the absolute most amazing coffee you'll ever drink. I'm so happy for Valentine's Day. Uh, my wife got me four bags, uh, so I'm, I'm like restocked, so I'm loving life right now. Uh, but here we go. Here's a zombie, if I can find the right button, uh, talk, <laughs> talk, talking about coffee. Well, I'll get high while you're late. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. Yeah, we so we, uh, when we come back, I want to pull There's up only one uh, Eric that so gets my seal of approval. Already done it. Deadly Grounds coffee uh, is my Well, I've pleasure. showed him full screen. Oh, I have his robust. information in the show notes, Delicious. but we'll definitely uh, mention it. It's coffee that okay. can and, wait uh, Yeah, we can talk about it as well. <laughs> I want to get the right here real quick so we can spend the whole show, rest show, interacting with everything we're talking about. I'm bored talking about, listen to Darren Miller. I'm done that. We can reference it. all of my neighbors. There's a lot to say, but we've already put the gist of it out there. I'd be plucked thermal cancer. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. Right? It's good to get a little deadly. Amen. What's crazy is if you Google me, it sucks. Eric, you're a pretty popular person. I mean, you're an NFL star. But I, I, my shit went crazy, and there's like three or four hundred web pages on me, and I ain't making a penny off any of them. I'm famous as fuck with no money. And that's okay. That's okay. There's a lot of people out there. Man, we're going to be coming back, guys. Yeah, we're back. Uh, just came back here. Uh, Tori says uh, people think uh, uh, people take THC to uh, to they. Sorry, <laughs> let me try. Right, hold again. on, slow down, <laughs> take a breath. Okay. What are we drinking tonight, Leo? What are we drinking? Coffee. <laughs> Coffee. That's the problem. See, it's, we're supposed to be Jack and Coke. Yeah, I I I, I know. Uh, I should have. I can't drink yeah. thirteen years. By the way, I don't drink. I smoke weed. <laughs> uh tori says people think oh okay so uh, it's double talk so sorry uh let me decipher uh people take thc to get high but in reality if they could have access to it for her psd uh, ptsd uh it would take away all my panic anxiety and helps with sleep fat flashbacks and etc oh veterans you guys got to realize it. we've been out we're doing some work with planet 13 the owner is real big. He's a, he's a billionaire, of course, but he's putting his money back in. He's wanting to start a thing where he brings people like me and a few other people that have access out to Planet 13 and set up a medical area for veterans only, for the PTSDs, you know, for the uh, for the injuries themselves, you know, for the amputations and stuff. Because cannabis is such a good medicine in this area, it just isn't out there yet. But uh, I'm glad that she knows and she's experimenting with this because I do believe that is the difference between light and day when you're that dark in your head. I really do. I really absolutely absolutely you know um i'm looking over at the watch party i mean we've got people from all over the country on here and a few from the uk so you know we just want to say thanks to all y'all for joining in and uh, listening to the story and if you've got questions for darren or even the sexy eye candy leo over in the corner there he'll answer <laughs> questions uh you know and then we've got we've got the co-host here i mean look, look, look at that look at that smile Come on, man. Look at that smile. Yeah. Hey, I got you. Look at this. 
I have no shame at all. Can now we now we know why Amy loves him so much. Cancer can take your teeth too, but you can get new ones, brother. I, I get your mess- I get your messages, Darren. No, you don't have no shame. They <laughs> tell you're gonna die. Something you changes. You just don't care about certain things no more. And those oh, things are important. You know, I care what you think about my teeth. Absolutely, when I'm smiling. But when I get to know oh, you, I'm, I'm gonna slobber on you. That's what I do. Oh, well, I I prefer to be gummed anyway. <laughs> you know what? I would prefer to be gummed anyway. <laughs> We're not going to go there, gentlemen. Please. I do, I do have a question on my. I am a heterosexual. No. <laughs> I got a question on the watch party. Yeah. Um, Michelle asked, "Does this work for other diseases as well?" Now it's an experimental type thing with cannabis. You all know that. Uh, Mr. Martin uses it for his own things. Uh, we all use it for certain things. Now yep. they have proven that uh, since you have an endocannabinoid system that affects every part of your body, every system in your body. Yes, cannabis can help with a lot of things, but you need to experiment because no, it ain't a cure all. I mean, but. It's a weed. It's a plant God put here and said, use it as you choose, as your food and as your medicine. Well, they stopped us from doing that about 80 years ago. Why did they stop doing that, by the way? Because it started working for epilepsy back in the 1900s, early 1900s, and they knew it. Yep. Yep. And then pharmaceutical steps in. And then once DuPont stepped in and took over the, all the medicines, DuPont did it, by the way, with all their chemicals. That's whenever they... Aislinger and the government shut it down and said, you know, and they made it a racial thing too, dude, about the blacks and the Mexicans. They made it stupid as hell. Marijuana's not even a word. They made it up. It sounds Mexican, don't it? It's cannabis. That's a made up word. That's the whole, this is fact. That is a Mexican. That is a made up word. Marijuana sounds Latin. And it was to scare people to say that, you know, these people are coming in from Mexico and they're raping people and they're smoking the, the, the devil's lettuce and they're, they're, they're fucking with our women. That's what started this shit. But they did it on purpose, and it was about 1930. The government did it. Look it up. It's fact. It yep. should never have been illegal, dude. Never been illegal. It was all about money and control of minorities. I swear to God. That's what it was. Yeah, absolutely. Years ago. That's fact. So, Well, the other thing, too, is it, it's a lot more than just a medicine. I mean, it's it's it, it's building products, and it's it's it can, oh. it's fuels, and it's... You know what I mean? It can be it can replace petroleum plastics. Yeah. Nobody knows this, though, because they, they don't care. Hemp can make plastic. It can, it can make like fuel. The first car, but maybe Henry Ford was made out of hemp and ran on hemp fuel. But yep. at the same time, we have all these oil rigs going and shit. They said, "No, you can't do that." This well, is still a problem. The Green New Deal. My wife did a paper on it. She's gonna be a doctor in about two weeks. She's getting going through her IRB board now. She's almost there. She wrote a paper about cannabis and hemp saving she, the world. She's and watching, her, by the way. Yeah, she's not with me, but she's watching. Yeah. I saw her pop in on my watch potty. I love you, baby. I don't know where you're at, but she, uh, we have sick children and, and people in our family. And she's uh, she's taking care of that, and she's sick herself, and she's taking care of a, a boy. Our boy grew from two foot tall to nine foot tall in three months. He just ate cheeseburgers or something. He's only 15, and we bought seven, <laughs> seven different kinds of clothes for this kid in six months. He just, I think he's, I don't know, I, I think he's putting water. He's growing. I don't know what he's doing. It's fucking crazy. Fucking but miracle yeah. growing shit. Yeah, my kid is huge. He's yeah. Bigger. And two years ago, I was carrying him around and shit. Now he's carrying me. It's unbelievable. Life's life's like that, though. It's just right. it's wild. So, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Craig Wilkins said, uh, "I use cannabis for anxiety and depression regularly to offset my scripts." So we're starting to get more and more uh, people jumping in, telling a little bit about what they're using it for, which is great to hear. Uh, so, uh, if, 
if if you have a story where you use cannabis for certain things, reach out to Jeff or I, or even Leo. Um, you can reach out to Eric, but sometimes he forgets to tell us. So, we definitely love to uh, get other people on in the near future telling uh, their stories in their uses of cannabis. Yeah. Um, did Darren freeze, or is he just sitting really still? I'm up. Uh, I can't see nothing. Yeah, you froze. You froze. Yeah. And Leo. No, uh, he's okay on our end. Um, oh, uh, well, yeah. His oh, picture... oh uh, no, no. Sorry, yeah, he did freeze. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong camera. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mine's black. I ain't showing nothing. Hmm. Uh, I, can see, I can see all you guys. I don't need to see myself. As long as you guys can see me, I'm good. Well, we can see your picture, yeah. Well, I'm, what happened? Should I reboot come back in again? Uh, yeah, what, what I can do is I can switch the camera for a second if you just want to pop out and then pop back in and then I can fix it. I uh, want to remind everybody that if you check the show notes down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us, you'll find uh, tons of information about our guests, uh, Eric and Darren, and uh, including uh, the uh, still token with gents as well. It's just a simple click away. Man, he's still stuck in that spot. I look kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> he looks kind of funny. <laughs> uh, so uh, the cameras aren't messed up, so uh, we can uh, hold off on switching that until uh, things are fixed. Okay, let me see if I can. I'm going to log out, Jim. I'll see you in a minute. Okay, sounds good. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ben, your camera's. Oh, uh, no, Ben isn't. There he is. There we go. Man, technology. Thank you, Bill Gates. Not for the vaccine bullshit, but for the fucking hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There you go. Was, was, was Michael just cleaning the camera while we were live? Yep. Well, sure. I was dark in there. I thought he was in a fucking dungeon. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, we, well, now we we got Darren back and he's not frozen. Yeah, yeah. and uh, just just heads up uh, if you do have questions, post them either in Facebook or YouTube on either the Dorkening or Still Token with, and uh, I'll try to get to him as best as I can. Uh, Tori says uh, my mother was diagnosed with terminal uh, esophageal cancer and ovarian cancer. We moved to the mountains of Washington, and four months later, she had no cancerous tumors. It was hilarious. She didn't know what she did. She thought it was the trees that healed her. Yes, Mama. It was. The trees. It was the trees. It was the trees. Exactly. It's nice to hear stories. It's, it's just, it's my mom and I have a I hear a lot of stories like that. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful to see people's lives change over something that they've been keeping in us for so long. In fact... <laughs> I got just a very little bit here to smoke on, guys, you know. <laughs> uh, See, Eric, Eric, I, I think we need to go on a road trip. Jeff, what do you think? Go up to Granite, Granite City? Oh, yeah. Go a little road trip? Can we, can we take a train? Can we take a train? Can we take a train? <laughs> I'm five from downtown St. Louis, so I'm not far from... We're in an RV. Rent an RV. That'd be a, you guys want to do a road trip? I'll fund the damn thing. That'd be the funnest thing we've ever done. I mean, it'd be crazy. <laughs> Hey, don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> could be having a good time. <laughs> yeah. The thing uh, is, though, we would go to jail for the weed we carry. We couldn't cross state lines without having my medication. I'd go to fucking jail. I mean, there's well, still no, people like this shit. We just set up pickup points along the way. Yep. We just tell our fans to meet us somewhere with their stash, and we'll smoke their stuff. Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <Don't>, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> Eric, I know you got more followers than all of us, so you got to have a handful of those people smoking weed because they know you. Yeah, I got to but we don't want to invite people that we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know me when I walked up in Boston, but it was okay. Let's <laughs> keep the crew small. We don't, we don't want 50 people all in one. <laughs> we yeah, got you know, you know, um, more than are you sh- is I was at Boston with all you gentlemen, obviously. We was doing yep. that little the camp the camp thing. And then whenever Eric walked up, I met him inside and he told me that he knew who I was and was following me. I said, Are you fucking kidding? I think really of all the people. How do you know who I am? But it's because he's in he's in the you know, the, the now of what's going on with cannabis. That's why. Exactly. Yep. It's, it's a beautiful thing, you know. I get the craziest phone calls. I'm going to put some out there I, I shouldn't talk about, but I'm going to talk about it now. We got a phone call from uh, the lead singer of Toby Keith's band a couple years ago. Her dog's dying of cancer. So we go to meet her, and uh, my wife was talking to her, and we didn't know who she was. She said, uh, I'm going to be on a bus. I want to meet you guys in St. Louis. Can we meet and talk about this medicine? Well, of course, we're crossing state lines illegally, talking about fucking stuff we shouldn't be doing, breaking the law. We go meet this woman. She has a meter at the Riverport Amphitheater. It's a place where they put concerts on. So we meet her and go in the back. She's Toby Keith's lead singer. So we go in there and we help. We, we get her access, get her medicine. She cures her dog of cancer. But guess what? The doctor said, let's give this dog a chemo pill to help keep from coming back. That dog got pneumonia and died of fucking pneumonia after he cured his cancer. Can oh, you believe that? Wow. But this is Toby Keith's lead singer. Her name's Micah Roberts. She's an incredible woman. Look her up. Uh, her, her, her dog uh, survived terminal cancer and died from the doctor's care. But uh, that's just how far-reaching this is. There's very, you know, Olivia Newton-John's doing this, you know. Uh, so believe it or not, my dog got hit by a car, and I uh, I gave him CBD. Oh, did he? Okay. And he absolutely loved And he actually didn't like, like, so like I would, like, try to blow smoke in his face, and he wouldn't really, like, you know. He wasn't down with the smoke. Yeah. yeah. Like, so then. But you got fingers. You can't hold it. Yeah, after, <laughs> after he got my hit dog ate all my roaches. After he got hit by the car, you know, he was he broke uh, three of his ribs. He fractured three of his ribs, and so like he was, you know, sitting on the couch and he couldn't really move much. He was kind of like limping. And the first time I gave it to him, he didn't really want it. You know, how they kind of pull away when you try to put something in their mouth. Mm-hmm. And once I gave it to him, and he started to feel like what it did, he kind of got up and like hobbled towards me, ah! like nudged me a couple times, like give me some more. And I know what you said. There you go, dog. And I rubbed it across his, you know, lips and stuff. And every time I did it, his he would start wagging his tail. And then like after three days, he was back jumping around. And that's a miracle of medicine. Yes. Yeah. And everybody who knows my dog knows how excited he always is to like you know run and stuff. So yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty you know dope to see that. And I had got some uh, CBD from um, I was it was from the Harvest Cup. Um, uh, I can't think of their names right now. It'll pop up in my head later. But yeah, I got some CBD from them too, and Coda loved it. So nice, nice. See now that's 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 the the beauty of this of this. Uh wonderful plant i mean mm-hmm. you heard darren talking about you know you know curing stage four or helping to cure stage four lung cancer putting his ms into remission all the way down the line to the cbd where eric's telling you about you know how it helped his dog so yeah. it's not just it's it, it can benefit every living thing out here yeah. in hey, one form or another we gotta back oh. up you know the endocannabinoid system is supposed to be a mammalian thing no they have proven fish fish yeah. some insects have this now 
a bee does not have an endocannabinoid system because he can actually pollinate other plants with cannabis. That's how they make canna honey, okay? Yep. But if he was a endocannabinoid system, he'd fucking get on the, the plant and take all the pollen and shit off of it, all that THC, and sooner or later, it would convert, and that bee would be high as fuck. He'd be flying around hitting walls and shit, and don't. So some- Hey, it's like how zombies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every living animal has an endocannabinoid system, but we don't know yet, I don't know, I've researched, which ones marijuana can affect. I do it all animals, they have a spine. If you have a spine, you have an endocannabinoid system. So that's why some fish actually, I never thought about it. I never thought about getting a fish high, what it would do. I don't know. <laughs> would it go eat a bunch of kelp or something? I don't fucking know. But <laughs> a fish can get stoned because it has an endocannabinoid system. It's crazy, dude. <laughs> so don't let a fish in your bag of weed. You might eat it all. <laughs> right. Uh, I just want to get caught up on the comments here. A bunch of comments, and uh, just remind you that uh, if you're watching us on uh, either Facebook, the multiple Facebook pages, or YouTube, uh, post in the comments. I'll do Twitch and Twitch as well. I'll do my best to get to the comments. Uh, uh, Marcel says I have uh, no idea how to do this. Hey, <laughs> but she joined. <laughs> uh, jo- joined in. Uh, s- She'll tell her how to do it. <laughs> uh, says Callie Clean shared that. Uh, yes, it does. Callie does change everything uh tanya says uh hey guys uh and uh amy miller says love you uh, uh, uh i'm gonna save my life man hmm. i ain't got a big enough heart looks like hey i was sending her some love looks like she's uh for the road trip as well and uh heather marie brown says ptsd cancer and chronic pain cannabis gave me my life back Awesome. Great, man. This is awesome. This is what we need. People interacting and, and sharing. This is fucking real, man. We ain't getting stoned here. Well, we are. We love getting high, but well, yeah. there's benefits to it, man. It's fucking healthy for you. It can't cause cancer. You get COPD by smoking shit. You know that. You really shouldn't be smoking anything. But it doesn't cause cancer. It's a medicine. No one's ever died from cancer from marijuana, ever. Cigarettes, of course, they aren't good for you. But why aren't there... 78 million people dying of cancer right now because cigarettes don't cause it. It just adds to it. It ain't good for you. You know, it is what it is. Food. There's certain foods you can eat that'll cause you cancer. And they're making it on purpose. GMOs and shit, you know. They're trying to fuck with our, our everything in our lives to keep us sick so they have control of us. You know that. I mean, I'm not being so crazy here. This is fact. The government wants to control everything. We've been around forever. It's never going to go around. It'll grow on the fucking moon if it's in a fucking oxygen ball. So why would they want to be the drug dealer now after all these years? Because they know it will ruin and cripple every industry in the world. Oil, pharmaceutical, and biodegradable plastics. That is how everything is made. It would change the world overnight if they went to a hemp standard. I hope one of the presidents, I'm not getting political, but I hope one of our presidents does it soon. Because that is why you, you run the office. Yeah. That, that's a gimme. It isn't, you know... We shouldn't have to vote and lose other rights to have this one. It just should be done. It's it's medicine, you know. Zero deaths to this day. Zero deaths from fucking marijuana, and they're saying it's bad for you. Are you kidding me? It's ridiculous. It, it, I get fired up over it. It's ridiculous. No, Same you life. don't. Really? I couldn't tell. <laughs> Not at all. Not even a little bit. I mean, I almost had to get the tissues because you were pulling the heartstrings. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
it has to happen. Yeah, yeah the masses, the masses are growing. People want it. Yeah, we need the big guys. You know, the NFL now is not going to test, are they? Or is it the baseball? Which one's not going to No, test? NFL just NFL just cleared it. They said they're not going to suspend, folks. Let's, let's look at the... Oh, you're going to get a fine. But still, that's a step in the right direction. They still, you still gonna get fine. You still, you but still, it's, get put but in it's still, but it's still a step in the right direction. We just had this conversation two weeks ago yeah, on your tell, show. They don't tell you about the program, huh? Uh, the program that you get put in if you get caught with a drug. No, no I'm just saying it's a step in the right direction. Like, like I think it's like sixteen times a day or something. If they did want. you do it? Did you have to go to it? Did it catch you doing it, Mark? No, I didn't All right, because right, basically it's an NFL rehab to teach you about weed, huh? Yeah, it's a rehab. It's like a rehab thing. And basically they test you as much as they want throughout the year, as many times as they want. That's ridiculous. You know, they, my alcohol, my, my blood is... You see, what happened, you see what happened with Josh Gordon, his fall off. And, oh, yeah. Know, I, I mean, honestly, he should be... If they, if they push towards, you know, making it legal or, you know, just taking it completely off... They, <laughs> to do is reimburse him for what he could have made, you know, as a player, because that basically ruined him. You know? I was on the team with Josh Gordon and I got to watch how good he really was when he was at his prime. You know, he was put he put up three hundred yards in one game. You know, that, as a receiver, you know, that's crazy. So it was uh it's just kind of sad to see that happen to him all because of cannabis. All right. Can I ask you a question, Eric, while we're on the subject? You talked about a couple weeks ago and I heard you. Explain to the people listening and to me so I can understand, what's it like being stoned, balls as fuck, and then putting on that helmet and walking out on a professional football field? What's it feel like? Because when I'm, when I'm drinking or smoking, I feel a certain way, and it, it changes how I do things and how I look at things. What the, I mean, what's it like to be high as fuck and be and play professional football? I need to know, man. <laughs> well, it kind of make, makes everything more like, like movie like it's kind of weird because you know when you high you kind of see everything in kind of like a you know a cloudy kind of like different way yeah you're more relaxed so uh yeah just the the crazy part is what i enjoy most was uh getting high and like being in a tunnel walk and they put the smoke like when i played for the browns they put the smoke <laughs> and so it was even more crazy because i'd be sitting there you know in the smoke Looking at my teammates like, yo, I just had this in my car, so So yeah, it's uh no, but it just made the it, it makes the game more it made it made the game more fun, man. It made made me more relaxed, you know, calm. You know, I wasn't worried about the first hit because usually the first hit is like the the one that you kind of got to get ready for. Because yeah, that's just, the one that makes you cough. Yeah, it's it's just it's just nervous. You're just nervous. You just got to get that hit out the way. So it kind of makes you more relaxed. You know? Well, everybody got to realize. Uh, look at the people in sports using cannabis. Eric Martin's a fucking he's he's a superstar. He's a Super Bowl champion. We got yeah. swimmers wearing ten fucking medals, and that requires a little lung capacity. You know Jonathan Castillo, Castillas, Jonathan Castillo. Yeah, he's a linebacker. He he was on my he was on the same team as me. He's in the cannabis industry too. Shout out to him. Yeah, I think I seen that. We was on the same Super Bowl team. That's crazy, man. I mean, pretty soon medicine of choice because it's so much safer than everything they're giving us, man. It'll happen. If it don't, at least we could stay healthy with our illegalness. You know, that's what. It can never go back to where it was, probably, but 
I see a problem. They don't want this legal, and I don't see it happening because of the fucking money. Mm. I mean, it's big money. You know that. We're all trying to put a footprint in here and make a living at this. Mm. But it's it costs so much money to make money in this industry. It's, you don't fall into it. And with us being cancer people, we come across things, money, uh, you know, obligations, and things we do, but we, we don't make anything. We give it all back to people who are sick so we can keep doing what we're doing because – you know, I don't need the Porsche or the Ferrari. You know, if I win a lottery, I'm going to buy all my cool shit. But what we do in the cannabis industry is is to keep me healthy, make sure I can have medicine, and to make sure people that don't have it get access. I will drive 10 hours to fucking to another state and deliver this illegally to somebody who needs it if I have to. I've done it 100 times. That's how you change the world. You don't – you just do that. You have to, to do it 110%. And the repercussions, you know, so if I get arrested – I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna bail out, and I'm gonna start again. This is what I fucking do, man. I save lives for a living, and it's a blessing. I feel it. People tell me I, you know, it's humbling. I cry every day. You know, my wife's sitting, and we just somebody gets a hold of us, and it breaks our heart. They ain't got medicine or money, or they can't do this, and it's unacceptable to us. We will not live that way. We will jump in the car, spend our money, and go take care of it. That's called activism. That's advocating. That's right. Yep, that's how it works. And if everybody did that, it would change quickly. But there's too many fucking money people in here, you know. And you gotta have the money. You gotta you gotta make a living. But at this point, we're not making a living. We're surviving to make sure we can give it to other people. And then later, that'll come back tenfold on us. We hope, you know. It's <coughs> amazing. Simply amazing. Hey, I like that shirt behind you, by the way. That's cool. You know, some some deadheads at a convention gave me this. Oh look, what's he gonna freeze again? <laughs> <laughs> Poor worst, worst position to freeze in. <laughs> worst position to freeze in, he says. <laughs> uh, just uh, catching up on the comments again. Uh, Michelle Herman says, I have a family member with stage four using uh, FICO. Uh, the tumors are shrinking, only three chemo treatments. Uh, Heather Marie Brown says, Eric has a cutest doggy. <laughs> oh, Eric, you got such a cute little doggy. That's, that's well, Eric, go get it. Let's see that little bastard. Where's he at? Thank you. Oh, hey. He's not here, unfortunately. Okay, right? mine is. I got a cute dog. <laughs> uh, Heather Marie Brown says, I went from 27 to 30 pills a day to zero. Hmm. And, I celebrate everything. Yeah. Uh, Marcel <laughs> says, I, uh, I have stage four, was given four months to live, dropped weight down 152 in weight. Started using cannabis. It will be two years now. Yes, I'll read everybody. <laughs> That's right? how you do it. Nice. Man. Four months to two years. That makes my heart fucking. I'll powder it off. It fucking. I love it, man. People saving themselves. Right. right. Uh, J Max says, uh, "Darren's my tattoo guru." <laughs> hey, James, how you doing, brother? And uh, also says, uh, how the hell do I find four of my favorite people all in one place? Wow. Wait a minute. One, two, there's five of us. Yeah, somebody's not. Hey, somebody's not included. I'll take the hit. I'll always take the hit. Four and a half. You got to look at the size of Benjamin. It's four and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Four and a quarter. Cut it out. Yeah, putting it on. It's not nice. Hey, that's okay. 
That's so okay. He's gonna he's gonna be on tour with us at some point in the near future. Payback, <laughs> bitch. That's all I, can say. I also stood next to the same urinals as man. It's fucking impressive for a little guy. I guess. <laughs> oh, you're a hooker. Oh my god. He left the room. <laughs> yeah, you got to step up. <laughs> We're having fun, gentlemen. I'm, I hope we. I hope we are. <laughs> See, even even when we have serious shows and we, we're discussing serious subjects, we're things. always laughing. There's, laughter is the key. It, you know, we're, we're sitting here talking about cannabis being medicine and how it does this and how it does that. But you know, if you don't laugh, then you're not living. Yeah. It's just that simple, and uh, you've got to have fun. Well, here's the laugh button. It's called G6. It's sativa. <laughs> you smoke this, and your wife looks like Bozo the Clown, no matter what what is happening. It's just it's funny. <laughs> good weed. Good weed. I love it. But <laughs> what if you're scared of clowns? <laughs> then you're screwed. You know, like this. There's not much that scares me, but maybe a marsupial or two. They're fucking weird. But that's it. That's it. You know. <laughs> you're afraid of marsupials? No, it's Christopher Walken. You got to see it. He he has a little thing where he says he's not scared of Frankenstein or monsters, but he is scared of marsupials. And the way he says it, it's Chris Walken. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nikki Lee Daly says, "This is why I love you guys." Uh, J Max says, uh, "I got thicker skin than that." And uh, <laughs> Heather says, uh, "The battle is intense here." And says exactly right there with you, Darren. I'm in New Hampshire in OMFG. Uh, and uh, Ben says Ricky Williams, another great example. Oh, yeah. 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 Ricky Williams has been doing a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> who's going to be at NECAN? He kind of sacrificed himself. Jeff, football what football player is going to be at NECAN? Was it Mosey Tatupu's son? Um, linebacker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, believe it, I believe it was Mosey Tatupu's son. Uh, is going to be at NECAN in Boston. Nice. He's also it, getting into the cannabis industry as well. You know, Illinois has got legal cannabis now, recreational and medicinal, but they don't have any events. So I, I'm watching all you guys go to your little, you know, you know here's the activist of the year. Let's get this guy event for this. You know, this is the guy that this. And all these states have these different things for people who are in the business. Illinois ain't doing nothing. So I'm going to have to jump ship. I'll go to Missouri. Now they're legal. And I'm going to have to start getting my good on over there so people can know who I am. Because the more people that know who I am, more people that know how to fix their cancer or at least have a shot at it. So, right. you know, Illinois is a cool state, except for it's the worst state in the fucking United States. <laughs> our taxes are crazy. Our governor is insane. It's it's crazy. But I can always move. And that's that's our next step. Me and my wife want to move somewhere. It's more, it's canvas friendly here. But I want to look like it's canvas friendly that has fucking morals. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just do. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Found the toilet paper and a food. I don't want this socialist craziness going on. You know, I like to have the creature comforts of a razor or maybe a bar of fucking soap. That's what I want. That's it. And if we go the other direction, we're not even going to have weed. If they're going to take it all, so we got to really, we got to pay attention to what's going on in our world and our politics, and not attack each other over it. But honestly, think about what our children and our grandkids are going to do, like our our parents did. The baby boomers took care of business right. and left us a little debt, but the world was a good place. We don't want to fucking destroy it for our own kids, and we're doing it, man. It's ridiculous. You know, there's so many things that need to change. It's crazy, but I'm happy to be in this crazy world. <laughs> I really am. No other place to be. 
Right? Aliens are real. The government said aliens are real. The Navy confirmed it. So now we're really smoking weed. Let's get some fucking toke on and talk about some aliens. I'm there, brother. I am. <laughs> I love that shit, man. Uh, yeah, those videos they released were insane. They were aliens. That's intense. Doing 90 degree turns at 2,000 miles an hour. It has. It's not people. Believe me. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. It's real. All the years we 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 talked about it growing up. Oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. No, the government just said UFOs are real, and nobody cares. I thought the religious people would freak out and the world would end. It didn't happen. Nobody cares. You know, it's just that's how it is nowadays. It's because we're all smoking weed. <laughs> maybe it is. So, well, they just verified what a lot of people already knew. So yeah. Do so you think they're going to give us information, more information? No, no, that, that's not for them to do. It's for us to find ourselves. And then when we find it, we tell them we have it, then they acknowledge we know it. That's about how it works. That's how the world works. That's how cannabis is going. Yep. You know, we've known for thousands of years we have it. Everybody that it's a medicine at some point, but it got screwed up not too long ago, and it was all over greed. It was because there's money to be made. You know, I can't blame people. If I could be a, a billionaire and I'm not sick in my job, I'm going to keep doing what I do to make more money. That's what work and job is and, and life but when it gets to something like medicine and cannabis there's got to be some moral here you know because this is not morally right that it is illegal it is not morally right it's never hurt nobody i could drink myself to fucking death and go to go to work two hours later drunk and they can't make me leave but if you smoke a little weed and get cut they test you you're high fuck you lose your job it's ridiculous it is right. i just it's always been that way i've lost 100 jobs in my life because i've always used marijuana i always have so you know, be your own boss. That's the only way around it. Be your own boss, man. Yeah. Can't fire yourself. <laughs> really? I tried. Trust me, I've tried. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hey Lee, where are you at? A little cubby hole yours. That fancy microphone. Where are you at? You're in, you're in Boston, right? Uh, I'm in Connecticut. Right. Everybody, roll call. St. Louis, Missouri. Connecticut. Where are you at, Eric? Uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. What city? Fall River. Where are you at, guys? I'm in Halifax. I'm in Plymouth. Well, there you go. See, everybody's from different places, yeah. and we're all on the same page here, talking like we're in the same fucking room. We just can't pass the joint. That's the only difference. Right. Sure you can. You just, you know, you just, <laughs> you just, you just, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just pass it like this, and <laughs> it works. Get one there. The other side. Um, Leo, you got a hard stop tonight? Uh, no, um, okay. Uh, well, yes, but uh, we got a little bit of time, so uh, okay. I just, yeah. I just wanted to be sure because not much. Um, the amazing eye candy that you guys all see. Let me see, he would be down in the uh, right hand corner there. Um, well, to me, so he uh, he produces this awesome show that we're on right now. Um, but he also produces three others and manages how many? Uh, well, the network uh, we got twenty, a little over twenty shows. Um, oh, wow! Yeah, congratulations. What, oh, what, what's that? Twenty and a half shows. Mm -hmm. Who keeps uh, that shit straight? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> you know the genius. <laughs> I can't I, imagine you get five groups of this going together. The, the, the computer would blow up. Catch yeah. fires up. <laughs> the, the the answer is no sleep. I I like four hours sleep is is normally average for me, which is crazy. Uh, Heather Marie Brown says, uh, if you're involved with cannabis for the right reasons, then you ain't going to be get rich. Uh, free the weed and free the people. Uh, Pamela, uh, Pamela says, uh, I live about uh, an hour south of Darren. 
My friend was just diagnosed with stage one aggressive prostate cancer. I want to kick it in the ass now before it takes off. Okay, I got something important to say right now. A lot of people get a hold of us and say, my friend, my mom, my this, my that. Your mom, your this, your, you ain't going to be the one eating this shit. They are. So you can want anybody to get better. They have to want. You can take a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. Now, my mom's sick. Can you save my mom? Does your mom want to eat marijuana oil for three months and be high as balls to try to beat it? If not, you can't do it for her. So that's the big part about this. This is a serious commitment. It's three months of your life, starting very slowly, eating a little bit of this medicine, and then you get high from it and start getting used to it, and then you get in the larger amounts and it starts killing the tumors in your body. But you can't call me up and say, hey, I want to save my sister. Have your sister call me and say, I want to save my life, and I'll move heaven and earth and pay whatever I got to pay out of my pocket to help it. But you can't make somebody do this. That's the bottom line. So it's nice to save people, but you need to talk to them and say, hey, I want to save my mom because I've talked to her and she wants to do this. That's how you say it. You get a hold of me, I spent three days educating you, and nothing happens because your mom doesn't want to do it. I could have educated 10 other people, and they could have been saving their lives, and you wasted my time. And I, I don't want to say it that way, but you can learn about this just by going in and researching it. It's that simple. I mean, there's no lies about it. It's there. But if you want to get somebody better, they have to want to do it. You know, Absolutely. That's, a, that's a serious commitment. <laughs> three months, about $3,000 of your own money can make your cancer get better. And if it's real bad cancer, you just don't stop doing this shit till it's gone or you're eating it the rest of your life like I am. They tell me I have suspicious activity in my chest. Cancer, suspicion. I ask the doctor, do I have cancer? No, it's just suspicious. Well, then why the hell do I do anything about it? I'm going to eat this oil. I'm fucking healthy. I'm, can't, I'm no evidence of disease. So don't tell me you want me to do chemo because I'm suspicious. Tell me I have cancer. I'll do something about it. But quit pushing that shit on me. That's what the doctors do. They get you better and then they try to give you something else that's going to keep you there. I mean, I love doctors. I do what they say, but I'm not stupid either. I'm not doing chemotherapy unless I have fucking cancer. Because believe me, when you're dying, you can't trust this to save your life. It's not been studied, but it's killing tumors and people are doing it. So you do what your doctor says and you eat the cannabis oil and you pray to your God and you say, accept me or don't, you know, do you want me to come home or do I have more to do? It's that simple for me. You know, that's how I put it in perspective. That's how I do it. It's a good way to look at it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. But yeah. you can't do this for somebody else. You have to do it. Now, somebody wants to get high. They ain't gonna let you smoke a joint and then feel good. <laughs> they have to smoke it. <laughs> Same thing, cannabis oil. You have to eat this to get better. You can't want somebody to do it. They have to want to do it themselves. Well, that goes with anything. That that goes anything from drug addiction to alcohol addiction to, like you're yep. saying, curing curing your your own uh, you know curing cancer. But you see. Can... A seed will plant the seed in somebody because it may always sprout and grow later. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then they may later say, I do want to do this. I've researched it. I ain't got nothing to lose. Well, you got nothing to lose because it's never hurt nobody. And believe me, balls, if you eat too much of this grease, every time it'll feel like you're dying. It is. You get so high that you feel like you're going to die. And two hours later, you're fine. That's what everybody does with edibles. But it'll happen on this RS oil on steroids, dude. You eat too much. And you'll swear you'll never eat it again. But you will because it kills tumors and you have to. So wow. be careful playing with your weed. It is a real drug. And it can really mess you up. It can end. Not to where you can't drive your car or something. But mentally, <laughs> it really fuck your head for a few hours while you're eating it. You need to be high as hell. And I, have you all done it? Have you ever done it, Eric? You ready to me edibles? Have you ever done it, Jeff? Oh, yeah, I just yeah. did it not too long ago. It gets you yeah, scared. Two, two weeks ago because they forgot they were coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't realize about marijuana. You can smoke a little bit behind. But if you eat too much, 
You're in for a ride until it's over. No, it's not. I yeah. Him, I asked him if he was barbecue sauce, and man. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you said that because Craig, Craig Wilkins yeah, just put that up on the screen. He said Eric forgets because he had too much honey infused honey barbecue sauce. Anybody that seen me that day that had that was eating that barbecue sauce, they tell you I was eating way too much, and it came back and got me. Could you taste it? No, I couldn't taste it. It just tastes like regular barbecue sauce. Yeah. But we had, we had an hour drive home. We had an hour drive home. So that whole hour, it was just settling in. But <laughs> my home, I didn't even know where I was. <laughs> if you got pulled over, you'd have been sober as balls with police. That's how marijuana is. Yeah, I, I wasn't driving, though. Let me be clear. I was not. <laughs> See, he's got a chauffeur. I need one of those. Mm -hmm. I do. It's called life. <laughs> well, she she must be really busy because I didn't see any comf anything flying from off the screen with that comment. <laughs> Go ahead, Leo. Oh, uh, Tori says uh, I'm aspiring to be a comedian. I have had one successful set so far, and I uh, got the most laughs of the night. I'm a huge believer in laughter being a key to how I have survived my crazy life. If we can't find humor in the dark times, life would really suck. That's words of wisdom. Well oh, said. Yeah. yeah. Who and, was that? Eric. Craig, uh, Craig just typed in. He said, don't worry, I got more. <laughs> no, I don't want none of that no more. <laughs> I want the non-infused. No more. No more. That shit. Hey, I'll tell you. What was that major freak out or what was it? What, what was on the barbecue sauce? What did you eat? Ribs or wings? Yeah, I just had it on some wings and I was eating it like on carrots and broccoli and like, like you know, the, the snack carrots and broccoli. Okay, that's crazy. I, I, I could have been there for that one. I was just putting it on top of it, just eating it and everybody was looking at me like, yo, you shouldn't be doing that. And no, I'm like, crazy. man, this is nothing. I'm all right. I'm like, you see how I'm <laughs> One hour later, I don't even know where I am. Eyes cross-sided and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up the next day, my mouth was dry. <laughs> I, shower. I was drinking the shower water. It's <laughs> <laughs> called the cannabis shuffle, gentlemen. The cannabis shuffle. <laughs> yeah, bro. Well, I, I can see him in the shower, too. Like, <laughs> Man, just mouth with lips was sticking together. Everything. It was bad. Uh, yeah. Tosto, man. I was nice. Like, New one? Joshua. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was high when I had that done as a vampire. What the hell? Nice. When did you get that? Uh, that was before I cancer. I was in a motorcycle club. I'm, oh. uh, I'm pretty much, uh, I'm sleeved up pretty good, but uh, I'm almost finished with this. Arm. I got the, the, this, but I got, a, I got the immigrant sativa. I've got the cannabis, and then I've got my, uh, my doctor paid for this, took it to Hawaii, and got me a tattoo for beating cancer. My doctor. There it is. And I done a Hawaii. So that's pretty cool. Oh, wow. You said your doctor did that? My doctor did that. Yeah. Uh, when I was dying, one of our doctors, there was a friend of ours, uh, let's come to their house and they have a big million dollar place with 500 acres. They were going to let me die at their house. So, so every week, I, me and my wife went there and we laid around for me to die and took medicine and I never died. And then he's like open with talking about cannabis. Oh, yeah. But this doctor wasn't the one treating me as a family friend. It was just a doctor, a friend of ours. But it was still a real doctor. Uh, her name's uh, Karen Duberstein. And she lives in uh, Hillsborough, Missouri, and she uh, she works for the prison system. She's you're real smart people, and they have a big farm. And they invited us into their lives as friends to come and sit around by the lake house with the water running and lay there and fucking die with my cancer. And we did. But after six months of laying around them, 
I beat it. And then they took us to Hawaii, which is, we were blessed. And I still thank them for that. Thank you, Karen and, and Raul, friends of ours, good friends. I want to go I, sit around <laughs> by the lake. You know, smoke a little cannabis, eat a little oil, and just, you know, pet the goats and whatever animals are there and just, just die peacefully. And uh, oh, I don't want to die. Never felt that way. It never felt that way to me after the first what? couple of weeks of eating this medicine. I was getting better, dude. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, Joshua says, uh, that's awesome sauce, LOL. And uh, <laughs> uh, Heather says, uh, you're welcome to try my ice cream, Eric. <laughs> Ooh. Ice cream could be dangerous. If you, right? Oh, man. It's like, it's like me with the brownie and Michelle with her cookie. Thanks for co-hosting, Eric. you got a lot more people coming to our podcast because you're here. Thank you for co-hosting. Yeah. Oh, no, nah, it's not me. <laughs> well, uh, speaking, you're a little more famous than you think. You're a humble guy, but everybody <laughs> know who knows who the fuck you are, and you don't know them, so that makes that, that said something. <laughs> well, thank you, Leo. Yeah. Uh, we're proud of you. We're proud of what you're doing for us too. Stand up in this industry. We're proud of you. Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. we really are. I mean, you got to have people like you that have been there that people will look at him, and he's the real deal. Look at him. He ain't some Joe Schmo from Grand City. You're fucking NFL fucking ring wearing fucking Super Bowl star, man. People need to hear from you that cannabis is okay. I mean, really. It's just that simple. Leo, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say, speaking of Eric, he has an event coming up soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, let's push that. He's yeah. actually got two oh, events. Let me get my notes out. I got to read some notes. <laughs> just, look, <laughs> just look past him to the TV screen behind him. It's Hunter's heart. Um this Sunday at the, I gotta look for the, the Lolly's Cafe. Lolly's Cafe is what it's called. It's in New Bedford and uh, I'll be there um, signing autographs for $10 and, you know, just going towards helping him because he has to pay for another heart. Uh, yeah, this, this little boy's had what, 13 different types yeah. of cardiac surgeries yeah but, yeah um the andres the andres reached out to me this morning um <laughs> and informed me about it yeah. um you so know I get, so that, meet, I get to i get to meet and hang out with him tomorrow you know i'm excited to do this event it's uh it's it's you know it's good it's it's real humbling for me you know because you get to meet somebody just so young and you know going through so much you know he shouldn't be going through it but you know you just if I can make his day better, that'd be, you know, that'd be great. Yeah, the kids do better than we do, but the, with, the, with the illness, they do. They're tougher than we are, man. I've seen it. We're big babies and grown men. You know, I'll fucking die. And the kids are so tough, man. Bless his heart, man, really. I hope, I hope this this is good for him. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I have, uh, I posted on my Instagram. Um, page, my handle should pop up. I posted on my Instagram, though. Uh, the GoFundMe is in my link. Yeah, it'll also be up on uh, the Still Talking Comics page at some point, either tonight or tomorrow morning. I just got to grab the link. I told Avriel she could uh, she could push push that over there, but I don't think she. Is that a GoFundMe? Is that a GoFundMe? Is that what it is too? Yes, yes. Uh, let me push that for you because I got a few friends who will donate this. So let me make sure I get a hold of that push that for you. Yeah, I'll send you the link. And uh, if you ahead, uh, yeah, if you check the show notes down below or up above, you'll find uh, the information on how to reach out to Eric, and he has his postings there. Uh, so you can uh, go to his <coughs> Facebook for the links and uh, also Instagram as well. Uh, and the information is just down below, just a click away. And, uh, you know, definitely help support an awesome cause. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate this. Yeah, yeah. Then you got to be in uh, Sangerville. No brainer, brother. No brainer on that one. He's so happy, man. He's going to be so excited. So. 
Yep. Then you're off to Sangerville, right? You're doing a thing for the kids up there too? In Maine, yes. Yes, in Maine, yes, I will be doing the Easter egg uh, April 14th. Uh, April 11th. April 11th. <laughs> Getting the it wasn't an adult Easter egg. Huh? We could put meat inside of the plastic eggs and go looking for them. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do the adult Easter egg hunt? Yeah, <laughs> for children. No. <laughs> maybe we'll have it. Maybe, maybe we can we can plan one next year. Uh, April has, uh, says uh, Hunter has had uh, 13 cardiac cath, and this will be his fourth open heart surgery. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was. I mean, for such a young kid to go through so many surgeries, it's just, uh, you know, yeah, and, and, you know, Eric, you're you're, you're a true uh, a true hero yeah, doing man. what you doing what you're doing for that cause. I mean, that's a that's that's a that's a great cause right there. Yeah. You know, shout, out, shout out to his parents too. You can imagine what they're going through. Man. Yeah. We have children. We know this is it's insane. So we'll pray. Yeah. Yeah, we'll pray for you guys. We really will. Yeah. So, well, uh, we are coming up on uh, a time. Yeah. Uh, so, um, wrap it up. Sorry. Wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> I want to remind everybody uh, check the show notes down below or up above. You find a bunch of links there. And uh, also, if you're just tuning in, uh, rewind and uh, you'll see an awesome story by Darren. Uh, and he also uh, does an awesome description of how this uh, this is working for him. So I uh, urge you to definitely check that out. Uh, Darren. The coronavirus mask. The coronavirus mask. <laughs> I, I do, I do want to throw in at this point, um, our next show is March 11th. Yep. Correct? March 11th. Yes, it is. March 11th. Uh, we're doing uh, the Ladies of Cannabis Part 1. That's uh, right. Great guests coming on. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, so you don't want to miss that one. Any nope. teasers on who the guests are? No, nope. no, nope, we're not going to. I'm not going to say that. You're going to actually. You know what? We can say it because the event has already come out on the Facebook page, so the three guests have already been announced. Oh, already released it. All right, all right. Let's hear it. So who is it? We Let's got, hear it. <laughs> we, got, we got Jen Borgensen from the Harvest Cup coming on. Yeah. Okay. We've got uh, Kelly Roy from Kelly's Holistic Healings. Okay. Yep. Redhead Kelly, uh, and we have um, Janet McAllister. There you go, Janet. Uh, Janet McAllister from Hippie Chick. Yeah, she's the one that uh, coordinated the Easter egg hunt that Eric will be at. Yep. So uh, all, these three ladies were the first three that reached out <clears throat> um, to be on the show. Like Jeff said, this is part one. So if you are a, a lady in cannabis and would like to be on the show, please reach out to us. We're compiling lists now. Yep, there will be part two and a part three. Yep, yep. This is going to be an ongoing type series. Um, but all three of these women are doing great things in their community. So, yeah, that's definitely a show you're not going to want to miss. And I already see Eric's eyebrows raising, which means he probably wants to be a co-host for that show as well. So, no, I was going to say, you know, they have a women in horror month. Maybe you should have a ladies of cannabis month. Well, that's kind of what we're going with. But where the show's only twice a month. We'd have to do a show on women's cannabis every month. And you behind the scenes already know the list of people that they're we, yeah. that are already, I mean, we're already talking about scheduling shows on a Saturday or a Sunday just as a special, just so we can get people on. Yeah. You know, and we don't want to push too much. I mean, every two weeks, you know, yeah. we want this, this, this is, this show is a good show. And we see a lot of people watching, uh, 
we thank you for that. We don't want to shove Perfect. it in your face. Well, maybe. But yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, but, but Leo Leo has a lot of work with all these shows that he's producing, and, and we could go every week, but we're just not going to do it. It's no, I do have, I have a lot of fun on this. Show. Yeah, we we enjoy having you. Yeah. you know? Good time, guys. Good time. Yeah. All right, so go ahead, Leo. Wrap this up. Yeah, uh, so... Say, Rayo, can I say something real quick? Yeah, totally. My trademark. Don't hesitate to meditate. That's how I run. Nice. Nice. Uh, Tori says, uh, this has been informative and fun. Thank you, guys. Thank you for watching. Totally. Thank you. Uh, so, and uh, Heather says, uh, hit me up, fellas. Give me some deets. And uh, says, uh, thank you, guys. All good thoughts and positive vibes. And uh, Darren, uh, where do you like people following you? From behind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard. Did you hear him, uh, Darren? I had somebody pop something on my page and it said they were uh, social media, but I didn't hear a thing. It blocked uh, it no worries. Uh, no, just ask him, where do you like people following you on social media? Oh, uh, uh, on my Facebook page, Darren Stephen Miller. I found out if we go to the Instagrams and the other things, you can't use the messenger to educate people, you know, privately on, on how to get this done because everybody don't have the same access. And sometimes you got to tell people how to bend the rules a little bit to save their life. And that's what we say, life versus law. Everybody has access in these legal states, and they still can't get it. It's too expensive, or it just ain't, ain't doable. So Darren Stephen Miller at Facebook, or Amy Miller at Facebook, and my phone number, I'm going to put it out, is 618-973-1233. We get a lot of calls. We screen them, and we, we're just there. You know, and Sometimes we're up for hours at a night checking hundreds of messages. To now help. I know why he doesn't answer when I call. He screens them. <laughs> you have to scream your calls. You got the. I just put my number out, and you get the crazy goes with that. You know, it happens. But yeah, like me, that's all part of it. So uh, call me on the phone and say, "Hey, I want to save my life." It's kind of hard for me to save someone else's life unless they want to do it. I already told you that. You could educate people, but you can't make them do this. So if you need help from us, get the patient involved, and then get a hold of us. And I'm not convincing nobody nothing. I'm not in the convincing business. I'm in the helping business. I ain't convincing nobody nothing. I've already done all that. I don't enough to convince. It's real. You know, it is what it is. No guarantee, but it's real. It's medicine. Awesome. Eric, where do you like people following you? Um, I like Instagram. More and more on Instagram. So, yeah, my Instagram handle is Martin Jr. underscore underscore, which is my last name. The two underscores because clearly somebody has the first underscore and clearly somebody has. <laughs> I'll sell it to you really cheap. So, and my Facebook, I don't even know how to, I guess is my name. It's it's under Eric Martin. Yeah. yeah. There's a trillion Eric Martins. In, in yeah, just look for the one wearing shorts standing on the beach with no shirt. That's him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a piece of chocolate in the sun. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to melt. <laughs> Nah, he's probably doing well. <laughs> I told you he played football in 200-degree weather in Nevada, wasn't it? Or, or, or whatever it was. Crazy. Hotter than shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff. Uh, I like to be followed on Facebook. Ben's the Instagram dude, so follow us there, too. And then between the, between the both of us, everybody gets it up. Everybody gets it up? <laughs> no. <laughs> it up. 
Oh, gets hit up. I thought you said everybody gets oh, it up by following us. I was like, wait a minute, dude. I, that's what I, really get, I heard. That's that too. Don't get Viagra, Jeff. Oh, what? So I have a machine. Leo. Yes, sir. <laughs> You're uh, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, just Google Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. But more importantly, head on over to thedorkening.com, which you can find all the information on all the shows on our network, including this one. And uh, more importantly, check the show notes down below or above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us for more information on our awesome guests here. Benjamin, sign us out. So, like I always say to our veterans and first responders, Thank you for doing what you do every day so people like us can do what we do every day. We love you all. We'll see you soon. Peace out. Thanks for hosting, Eric. No problem. See you, brother. Your book of lies will buy you a mild acceptance. My free mind will keep me from under your spell. And when we die, you'll be another angel in heaven but me I'll be a fucking legend in heaven